Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 On the home of the Bears, this is a Bears Monday on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Jay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a four-hour ride here on this Bears Monday with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. You can watch the show and all the shows all day long here on this Bears Monday. Cap, the Bears, and Ryan Poles have ended the mystery. We've been wondering for weeks what the Bears would do with that number one pick. And Poles has traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. I'm driving in this morning to get to do this show with you. Such a blessing with Shay, with Jay Moore, our great listeners. And I'm thinking to myself, it's 4.15 in the morning. I'm driving into my home city. I'm going to do this. And the Bears are freaking making moves that we're all going all in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's build this thing, not like a house of cards, which we've seen before. Let's build this thing with a strong foundation. That starts with trading the number one pick for a haul. Oh, need to address the wide receiver room? Check. We need to get a pick of the top ten? Check. I need a 2024 first round pick? Check. Hoodie. Game on, man. Game on. New era Bears football. Yeah, the Panthers give the Bears the number nine overall, the second pick, which is 61 overall, the first round pick in 2024, the second round pick in 2025, and wide receiver D.J. Moore. Um, let's go back to our conversation this past Thursday, a little bit, I think, on Friday as well, as far as the Bears, quote-unquote, kicking the can down the road, meaning that, hey, let's take care of the now, but also let's take care of the future. It's exactly what Ryan Poles did as a general manager for this team. He was able to address the wide receiver room. Look back at what Philadelphia did. They gave up multiple picks to go get A.J. Brown. Hell of a trade, hell of a football player. We addressed our need for a wide receiver one and got picks for doing it. You were not drafting a quarterback. There is no Trevor Lawrence. There is no Joe Burrow in this draft. If there was, we might be having a different discussion. The fact is there isn't. So you were able to get a number one wide receiver, add a ton of draft capital, and then today's the start of legal tampering. Do you get a Mike McGlinchey? It sure sounds like he might be headed this way. Are you able to go get Bobby Okariki, the uh, linebacker? Sure sounds like he may be headed this way. I was reading an article late last night where he was talking about how much he loves playing for Matt Eberflus because Flus was his D.C. in Indianapolis. Do you go add a running back? Uh, David Montgomery's going to test free agency. I don't know exactly where Ryan Pohl's going to spend his money. He's not going to go insane. I'd love to see Draymond Jones here. 
from Denver, a three technique inside. Not sure that that's going to happen. We'll see. But I'm just excited, man, that they're going to build this thing and we've got picks to do it. Well, I think my thoughts when I saw the deal initially was, well, DJ Moore is here and he's head and shoulders above anyone else on offense for the Bears. Head and shoulders above everybody. You think about this. This is what you call trading at the top shelf. Because if, and it's a big IF, if Moore can do what Stephon Diggs does for Josh Allen or what A.J. Brown does for Jalen Hurts or what Tyreek Hill does for Tua, then that's a massive swing in momentum for the Bears offensively, without question. So when you think about what we see in the depth chart now, and Cap and I look at the depth chart every day, and it's never changing. You're looking for talent, and the talent never changes because we're not at free agency yet. We're not at the uh, draft just as of yet. But think about what the Bears had to deal with last year. And this is why you know that the fix was in. You want to get to this position right now where you can be able to get the number one pick and do what Poles did. Just get a score of draft picks along with a difference maker like D.J. Moore. Last year, you're talking about EQ St. Brown. You're talking about Nikhil Harry and, and Byron Pringle and Dante Pettis, Vellis Jones and Claypool. When DJ Moore on the team, we're talking about a guy with back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons between 2019 and 2021. Now, we throw Darnell Mooney in that mix, and now you look at it and you say, okay, Darnell Mooney, now you're on the clock. Just like the Bears on the clock, now you're on the clock. Because now, look at what you have here. And it's again, we have to see what it looks like what's on the field. With Moore and Mooney and, and Claypool and Komet, that's serviceable, more than serviceable, because more shines brightly than anybody else on offense. So we talk about pillars all the time on this show, right? Mm-hmm. Difference makers. Who are you going to build your team around? Here's DJ Moore, one of those pillars. I'll call it right now because of his experience. Look at the resume. We'd, be, we'd love to see a 1,000-yard receiver on a regular basis around here. And now you have one in DJ Moore. That's a step in the right direction. So where does this wide receiver room fit? For the Bears. Where does it fit? Is in the division. Is Minnesota still the best? Probably. Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, T.J. Hawkinson. Pretty good receiving core right there. Where is this Bears one? It's certainly markedly better. D.J. Moore, Claypool, Mooney, Komet. Well, it's last. And the reason why it's last is because you need to have time. Well, you need time to throw the ball, don't you? You do. Okay, so that's why it's last. This is what we talk about building incrementally. You don't go from getting DJ Moore to being, now you're one of the top wide receiving cores in the NFC. No, it doesn't work that way. Because just like Apollos has been telling us, brick by, by brick, incrementally, you're trying to build this thing towards something. So you need an offensive line. You still have issues there. That's got to be the first thing he addresses at 11 a.m. this morning when he could legally tamper. Now, do I think that they haven't spoken to agents for the last two months? When we get to the tampering period, here's what I can do. Done. McGlinchey's a local kid, kind of, Notre Dame. Uh, they could get him, plug and play him at right tackle. You've got Braxton Jones training with Olin Krutz, trying to get himself stronger and get himself in that mindset to be a killer at left tackle. You're still going to have to draft another offensive lineman. And then you've got to address your defense. Got to get a linebacker. You got to get another corner. You need at least three defensive linemen. At least. 
This is when you're trying to build towards something, though. DJ Moore is a huge step in the right direction huge, for the offense. Huge boost. But yet you need the quarterback to be able to get him the ball. And you can look at all the numbers you want from last year. Again, this is a different situation here. Justin Fields should, should have probably slept better than we did last night, knowing that, man, I got DJ Moore now, maybe a healthy Mooney. Commence coming into his own. Good night. Moves it, and pulls the, the blanket over. Right. It feels good this morning knowing that I got a guy. Not just a guy. I got a difference maker, a weapon on offense. Something that the Bears have missed for a long time here. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm also just celebrating what the Bears did, though, Cap, because, you know, this could have happened on draft night. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Poles already had in his mind, probably when we talked to him in Indianapolis, probably had in his mind, like, okay, whatever the best deal is. Anybody else have a good deal? Caroline's offered me this. Hello, Seattle? Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Sound like Indy tried to make that move as well. Texans, anything? Arizona? Seattle going once, going twice? Sold to the Carolina Panthers. And, and think about the haul that they got, though, Cap. I mean, for me, the first thing I look at is at nine, you'll get what you want. You could have got what you want at one, too, but it's, better, it's best to let the quarterbacks pass, and then you get what you want at nine. And I think you're right. He's either going to be offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. But then from there, just along with that deal, you got a number one wide receiver. Correct. Who does that? Bears did that. That's hot. And so this is why all these weeks that Cap and I have been talking for between 7 and 10, why the number one pick means so much. You control the draft. You have the number one pick. Everyone wants it. And now you got the best deal for it. Now it sounds like that the Panthers may be willing to trade out of number one and go down either two or three. They may have their eyes on a quarterback that they think still going to be there so they can recoup a lot of the capital that they gave up to go get the number one pick. It's cliche, but this is one of those deals that helps both teams. Yeah, what a Sonny Weaver Jr. run on the Panthers, Shea. I mean, that's... It is the, it did, like, when I saw the tweet that they are going to trade out of the number one pick, potentially, because they're not sure which quarterback they want, I immediately thought, this is the most draft day thing I've ever seen in the real-life NFL. Trading up to number one to trade out of it. I thought Cap was, must have been having, like, an like a, 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 a adult dream at seeing draft day play out in real life. Yes. A wet dream, for sure. No question. Oh, but but I, again, but it works for both teams, though. All right, enough. Jim. That's that's, that's, that's pretty wet. Nonetheless, I will just tell you, Cap, that for Carolina, they're in, in they're in good shape because they're not ready to win yet either. Correct. New head coach, you fired Matt Rule, and you're trying to figure out, okay, who's going to be the quarterback for the next decade for us? New ownership, just everything's fresh there. So. Yes, did they pay through the nose for it? But that's what shopping at the top shelf means, Cap. You have the number one pick, and you get a number one wide receiver out of it, and the picks, as we talked about, kicking the can down the road, and for today. That's, I mean, that's great for Ryan Poles. I'm, I'm overjoyed that the Bears were able to make a move. There a move a lot of, 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 of circumstance. A lot of people around the league, everything I've read, and I called my buddy I went to college with who scouts in the league, and I said, what do you think? He goes, Hey, man, tip your cap. I told you they were going to get a lot. They got even more than I thought. He said to get a number one wide receiver and all the picks you got, Ryan Poles did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. Just for my NFL buddies, I got three texts that said the same thing. Dot, 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 and DJ Moore? 
Right. <laughs> yes, yes, and the wide receiver. And yet we have fans who... I don't think we got enough. Are you out of your mind? They won the trade, and they won it in a big way. Now they have to execute with the picks. That's the key. And Ryan Poles said as much with us. Hey, whatever we do, we have to pick the right players, or it doesn't matter. Period. Coming up next, we'll hear from Adam Schefter, who covers the NFL for ESPN. He'll give his thoughts about DJ Moore and what the Bears could do at 9. The Bears kick-started the offseason Friday by trading the number one pick. Give us one word to describe your reaction to it. So, Shane, let's open the phone lines here this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. One word to describe your reaction to the Bears making this move as they trade the number one pick for a lot, I mean a lot, from the Carolina Panthers. We'll get your reaction coming up next, as well as Adam Schefter, Captain J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and J. Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning. Glad that you're with us here. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We are live and local. We're on between 5 and 9 this morning, right into Black and Abdallah from 9 to 11. Also, Carmen and Yurko from 11 to 2. Waddle and Sylvie, 2 to 6. It'll be uh, Tyler and Meller from 6 to 8, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons. All part of the mix is we're live and local here on this Bears Monday on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. If you're just joining us, Cap and I are starting early this morning talking to you about what the Chicago Bears have done. It is a great day for the Chicago Bears as they trade that number one pick. It's great because, Cap, they didn't stand pat. They made a move way before the draft. You know, Ryan Poles had this in mind, what he wanted to do, and he's able to make, a, I think, a significant move. The thing I'm really keyed in on is D.J. Moore being part of this offense. What do I always tell you? It's all about what's best for Justin Fields. D.J. Moore is best for this offense. They had to find a way to upgrade their wide receiver court. It was the worst wide receiver room in the National Football League. Now, do I wish they still had the 32nd pick and not Chase Claypool? Yes, I do. Hopefully he turns into a good player because he's ours. Mooney has to show me he's healthy. He's a three. He's not a one or a two. Mm-hmm. So could they still add a big-time wide receiver in this draft? Absolutely they could. But right now, I would think, unless they trade down again, and I don't know who's coming up to number nine if all the quarterbacks are gone, they've got to get offensive and defensive linemen, and another cornerback. That's what I want to see them do. The Bears now have four selections in the top 64 and 10 total draft picks. Some thoughts from Adam Schefter, who was on with Peggy and Dion on Saturday. What did he like about the trade for the Chicago Bears? You know, the Panthers' starting quarterback will be the number one overall pick. Their running backs right now are Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Blackshear. Their wide receivers are Terrace Marshall, LaVisca Chenault, Shai Smith, their tight ends Ian Thomas. And so when you're talking about a rookie quarterback, like I think Peyton Manning his first year was like three and eleven. You know, there's a chance that this pick that they got yesterday from Carolina in 2024 has a real chance to be a top 10, top 5 pick. There is something called perception is reality and so the question was posed to Adam Schefter the view of polls around the league what's the perception of polls as a general manager now? He, he was a very respected guy coming out of Kansas City. The Giants really wanted him, the Bears really wanted him, the Bears got him and this is his chance to go now build his 
reputation as a general manager. Came in with the credentials. You meet him, you're impressed. Um, you know he's an impressive guy, and now's the time for him to go make a difference. And I think that trade yesterday will be the start of that. The Bears kicked the offseason off Friday by training the number one pick. Give us your one word to describe your reaction to it. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Listing in Farmington, Minnesota, on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Curtis on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Curtis. Hey, good morning, everyone. Move your body. Move your body. Thank you so What's much up, for brother? taking my call. Oh, my God. It, I am bouncing off the walls on my way to work. But uh, it's all to the good. I'm so happy about the pick. Uh, Ryan Poles is doing a phenomenal job. I cannot believe it. Um, I can't wait till the draft. I can't wait till this coming free agency. It looks like he's on uh, on pace doing his thing. Um, really quick, um, uh, uh, Cyber Mayor, really pleased to post really quick. Yeah, brought to you by Ankin Law, through but to $6 million for Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. Uh, for the naysayers, and they know who you are, uh, that's out there saying about Justin Fields is not this and that, and we don't know about Justin Fields. I'm just, I'm in his camp. Uh, get off my quarterback, please. Because that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. My quarterback. <laughs> that's it. He's cracking himself up. Hey, man, Curtis, have a good day at work. <laughs> All right, Curtis. We appreciate the telephone call. He's, he's either sitting on a feather or just cracking himself up. I'm he's not sure. cracking himself up. Okay. And now he leaves light open. Three, All one, that two. snow he has there. Yeah, yeah, you know what? When you are in Minnesota, you it, you have to laugh. Correct. All, all, you're surrounded with, with snow for eight months. So <laughs> I went to college up there. Yeah. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Uh, there he is. It's Space with us here on Cap and Jay Hood on this Bears Monday. Good morning, Space. What's up, Space? Cap, Hoodie, what's up, fellas? What's your idea? How y'all Space, feeling? go ahead. What's your idea? Oh, Man, here's my idea. You want my word? The Bears is lit. The Bears is where you want to be. I'm telling you, man, I'm so excited. This Ryan Pose is doing his thing. I need somebody to send me his address. I got to send him a Christmas card. I need to send him some gifts because this man is doing (laughs) at March. Early Christmas for us, y'all. He is doing the damn thing. We got DJ Moore. We got Chase Claypool. We got a nice receiving core down there, Moody Cole-Komet. I don't know what we're going to do at running back, but I like Khalil Herbert. We so young and talented for and then we got Justin Fields. Oh, the sky's the limits, guys. I mean, let's go ahead. Let's get some linemen. Let's get some D-linemen. And let's re- redo this thing, man. Let's bring it back. We got to pick for next year. First round pick. Let's go. This is lit. Yes. So the Flute, wor- and Flute, I, mean, I can't wait to see what Flues does. So, let's go. It sounds like the word is lit. Lit. Okay. That's the word. There's the word. <laughs> lit. The word is lit. And he's excited, and a lot of Bears fans are excited, Cap. So my word is on. It's on. Mm-hmm. Now the rebuild has started. He was tearing things. That, you know how you get something done at your house, you redo the kitchen. Okay, they start tearing everything out. Oh, boy, the counters are gone. Oh, man, the sinks. Go- we got nowhere to cook. The stove is gone. That It doesn't mean they've begun. And the first time you come home from work, if you've ever had a kitchen redone, and you're like, whoa, 
Look at that. They framed out where the island's going to be. Whoa! Mm-hmm. We got our new sink in. Yeah. Let's go. He's got the house construction project going to the next level because now we're starting to build. Uh, you, are you referring to Studio 41? What, what do you, what that would be Studio 41, a great sponsor here uh-huh. at ESPN 1000 and 29 Construction. Bam! Oh, both of them, yes. Oh, you need two. You got to buy the stuff you oh, put yeah. in. You got to have someone to. You're not going to have me do it. I'm the worst at being handy. I understand. Well, I'm a, a big mansion like yours. It needs two companies to Correct. make sure it's taken care of. Correct. Yes. 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 You know, there's little people like me, you know, barely getting by. That's it. Yeah. You know, trip, you know. Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. A little guy like me just needs Lowe's and a couple of two by fours. And we'll do the best we can. That's it. I, I, I would say that for me, it's bullish or optimistic. That's what it'd be for me. Bullish or optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, again. It'd be bullish. And Ryan told us this. He said it to me off the air when we were getting ready to take a... Uh, picture with him. They had all their film crew mm-hmm. out, the Bears, the day we did the interview down in Indy. And I said, when you pull the trigger on this, it's on. And he said, we have to hit on those picks. We can make all the trades we want and have 400 draft picks. If we don't hit on them, it doesn't mean anything. So now he's got to hit on them. Let's go. Let's go! Well, there's no question about that. I mean, so, I, I, but the DJ Moore thing I want to talk to you more about as well, because he's slated to earn just under $20 million in 2023. Mm-hmm. And now again, the Bears with 10 picks in the draft, including five between 53 and 133. Um, so to me, once I heard that deal, my other reaction to it was I'm optimistic because you got DJ Moore and you got more picks for this, not only for this year, but down the road. But my other reaction cap to this was, all right, what else you got? What else you got? Because this is not it. There's going to be more smoke and fire to this with the Chicago Bears. You think they're moving how many more times? I, I would imagine at least in the first couple days, a couple times. So you don't think they're picking at nine? No, I think it's nine. I think it's, I wonder about the other picks that they got from Carolina. I wonder about the other picks. Well, they're not trading next year's number one. No shot. They're not trading the 25 second round pick. No shot. Now, could they trade number 61? Maybe. Well, that's it. Like you own 53 and 61. 53 is your own. Mm-hmm. 53 and 61, how high, if you package those two, how high does that let you move up? I don't put anything past the Bears. I don't either. I, I don't know what they're what they are thinking, but I just know one thing: like they're saying, they want to build this thing the right way. I don't see the Bears at this point now standing pat. I'm not saying that they need to zigzag up and down the draft. I'm not saying that. That does not do anything for me. What I'm saying is that there's going to be, I'm sure, a game plan or ability to be able to get either more picks or be able to go up in the draft this, for this upcoming draft. I feel like something else is going to happen here. And not for, like, another DJ Moore quality type of player. I mean for the future. Future picks. Yes. I don't know when, but I got a feeling that there will be more than what we just saw. Could you imagine? Uh, this is pretty big, mm-hmm. this trade. We can go back in the, the uh, annals of time and think about some of the big deals that were made in Chicago sports. This one is pretty huge because you're trading the number one pick, something that the Bears have not had since 1947, a number one pick. And so you get DJ Moore and you get future picks. But I feel like there's something else up his sleeve, Ryan Poles. I do, too. I do, too. Now, let's not forget when they traded for Khalil Mack, everyone's like, here we go. 
didn't work out the way we hoped. But we were giving away picks. Mm-hmm. Here you gave away the number one pick, not a proven commodity. Good player, I'm sure. And you got back four draft picks and DJ Moore. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Keep on building. Whatever it takes. Now, let's just bring this up here about DJ Moore as well, because you know, this is from Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. It says, since 2018, Moore is 10th in the National Football League in targets on third down and 11th in uh, receiving yards on third down. Think about that, those numbers. They, those are eye-popping numbers if you are a fan of offense. Since 2018, Moore is 10th in the NFL in targets on third down. That means he's a go-to guy, Cap. It's, it should not be a mystery when he's out there. Who's going to, you know, when you need that tough yardage, who do you go to? Well, you can still go to Mooney. You still go to Komet for the extra yardage. But you have the, the genuine article now in DJ Moore that can make a difference for the offense. Those are big numbers. When I see top 10, when I see top 12, anything offensively for this team, uh, anything to help Justin Fields, I'm all for it. All in. Love it. Now, he has to take the next step as well. He's got to take the next step. And if they could protect him, as you said, and they've got DJ Moore and Cole Komet and Mooney and Clay, they have a chance to have a very solid offense next year. Very solid. We're on at 5 here, between 5 and 9 this morning on this Bears Monday. Want to get your thoughts? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Danny Zetterman has carved out this extra time for us to be able to talk to you, the Bears fan, about what the Bears did on Friday. The Friday news dump. Friday news dump. Are you <laughs> in your car or maybe you're just getting up, getting the coffee going, and thinking, wow, my football team actually has me excited for the start of free agency today because the legal tampering period today at 11 a.m., keep it locked on AM uh, AM 1000 because you're going to have a ton of things start to break. This guy is signing here. They can't sign the deal till Wednesday. They'll be agreed to today. All right, still to come, we have shot or no shot at 6 o'clock, but coming up next... What the Bears could do at number nine. There's a name out there. Do you want them? Cap and I will discuss it coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship with a 67 65 victory over Penn State at the United Center yesterday. Tournament seating is set. Northwestern will take on Boise State on Thursday at 635 in Sacramento. And a 7-10 matchup. While 9-seed Illinois, lucky to be in there, Cap. Illinois will face Arkansas in Des Moines Thursday at 3.30. Both teams are in the West region. That is no easy game. Arkansas is a really well-coached team, as is our Illini. I love Brad. A schedule oddity for the Bulls. They won't play again until Wednesday after a win against the Rockets on Saturday. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for the play-in slot with 14 games remaining. Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey, 28, was traded yesterday to the Miami Dolphins for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Also, the Washington Commanders avoided having to uh, pay Deron Payne. He's under the franchise tag in 2023. The Pro Bowler became the highest-paid defensive tackle in history, not named Aaron Donald. Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. 
Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app on this Bears Monday. We're live and local all day talking to you about the Bears and the choice that they made. They want to trade with the Carolina Panthers, and they did, Cap, along with DJ Moore and uh, draft picks down the line. It's so great for the Bears to be able to be in this position. The speculation's over, and we're talking to you about it here. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. So Adam Schefter was on with Peggy and Dion. You can hear that show every Saturday here on ESPN 1000. Of course, the podcast is available to you as well at, uh, on the ESPN Chicago app. Adam Schefter was talking about what the Bears could do at 9. Now, again, the Bears are going from the number 1 pick to number 9. And so before we hear from Adam Schefter, Cap, let's just talk about that just for a second. Because you're going for the number 1 pick, you go to 9. The number 1 pick more than likely is going to be a quarterback something the Bears do not need in this upcoming draft in the first round. So they go to nine. It's something, it's so funny, because so Shea Norling is the winner of all this, because there we are at St. Elmo's, and he says to Albert Breer, you know, Bears trading to, with Carolina, am I high or what? And like, and that Breer just keeps on with it, breezes through the conversation as if he knew something, or it's like, nah, kid, he, they're not trading with Carolina, and guess what? They trade with Carolina, and not only that, the number nine pick. And you, you call this, right? I do. You see, I got a clue. It, it might surprise you, Cap, but I got a clue a little bit. Am I higher what? The, the, <laughs> yes. After his third drink, he's asking Albert Breer. Three old fashions deep. <laughs> Bert, buddy, you think that the Bears, might they trade with Carolina? <laughs> I'm, I'm right next to it. Am I higher what? What do you, what do you think, Carolina, Bert? You're embarrassing us. Correct. Stop it. You're drunk already. Uh, sliding down the booth, <laughs> slurring my words. Stop drinking. Well, I'll tell you what I want, Bert. I think the Bears, they should trade with Carolina. Embarrassing, Cap. So, it was. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait till I turn that bill into Keith and Danny. Whoa. Um, how much did you spend on drinks? That was all Shay. Yes. Hoodie and I drink water. Mm-hmm. Um I really, really, really like this deal because you're going to get a hell of a football player at nine. But that 2024 first round pick and that 25 second rounder will be a good player. The 2024 first round pick, look, that division that Carolina plays in, they could easily finish dead last. They could easily win that division. That division's horrible. Horrible. That will go to New Orleans first. But give Carolina uh, some time, too. They're building t- the right way. Correct. You're going to find the quarterback for their future, whoever it is. Stroud or whoever, whoever it is. Yeah. But that's a bad division. So hopefully Carolina has a terrible year, and all of a sudden the Bears go, hang on a second, we've got the whatever, third, fourth pick, plus our own pick. Now you can move and do whatever it is you need to do. So you and I had a long discussion regarding Jalen Carter, Mm -hmm. Georgia football star. Jalen Carter was booked uh, last week on a misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing after he turned himself into the Athens Clark County Police in Georgia. Carter posted bond and was released shortly afterwards. There's two people that died that were killed uh, in this uh, affair, this uh, single car accident that took place. Some thoughts from Adam Schefter, who's on Peggy and Dion, regarding Jalen Carter. I think uh, there's a real chance he's going to be there for them. And they're going to have to do the work 
on him and spend some time. And I know that they'll be at his pro day watching him closely, uh, meeting with him. And once they do that, they can make the decision about what they want to do. But, yeah, uh, he'll be a guy that's in consideration uh, for that number nine spot, and it wouldn't surprise me if you were there. Let's go back in time when all of us were in Indianapolis at the Combine. We got a chance to talk to Ryan Poles, but also the other big story was that Jalen Carter was supposed to meet the media because the story breaks during our show that Jalen Carter, uh, there's a warrant for his arrest down in Athens, Georgia. And we're just standing around waiting to see if he's going to be able to speak. Of course, he never showed up. Yeah, we literally went from our set. What was it? 75 feet? Mm-hmm. There he, there's the thing. Jalen Carter, Georgia on the board. There had to be 500 microphones waiting for him. No, Finally, Jalen Carter will not be speaking. Yeah, I, no blank. I just remember former Bears quarterback Jim Miller. Who sit, you saw him on the side there, yeah, right? With XM. At, at Sirius XM. He saw me, hoodie. He pulls up the side of the headset. Carter there yet? No, he's. I don't. He's not there yet. All right, thanks. Puts the headphone back right. on because he wanted. He was. He was. His back was toward. Was away from what was going on. Yep. Based on how they were seated at Indianapolis at the combine. So he just Carter there yet? All right, thanks. Because they would have gotten him. Yeah. NFL radio. Yeah. The league would go. For sure. You're going to do that interview for sure. Correct. But he was not there. Correct. So let's circle back to our conversation. We talked about Jalen Carter, Cap, and we said, okay, because of what happened with Jalen Carter, he had the opportunity to be a top three pick in this draft. I said, as a Georgia guy, I watched every snap of Jalen Carter because I watched all the games. I said, that guy is going to be a difference maker for somebody for the next decade. I thought because the Bears need help on the offensive line and defensive line and all the other holes, you know, if the Bears get someone on the defensive line, that starts, that starts the process in the right direction. You need to have difference makers. And I said, Carter's the guy. Then the story breaks. I said, okay, well, if Carter, if he's guilty of this or the, the controversy around him, he will drop out of the top five of the draft and might keep sinking because of the story. Listen, whatever you think, Cap, uh, and what people think of the character issue, it is a thing in talent evaluation, is it not? A hundred percent. The first thing you do, I'll use the basketball. Mm-hmm. You walk in. Can that guy athletically play at the level I'm working at? No. All right, I'm out. See you later. Can't play. If you go, yes, he can athletically, the next thing you look at is, what is his aptitude level on the court? I'm not talking about what his grades were in school. I'm talking about, does he read, react quickly? He understands basketball IQ, football IQ, because it's different. It's different. Now, if that is something you say yes, what's his compete level like? Oh, game got tight and he folded like a cheap suit. He's great when they're up 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm out. But he's a competitor. They're behind. He wants the ball. He is a guy who's willing to play with pain. That's another one. Does he play hurt? No, it's got to be perfect for him. Okay, I'm out. Not interested. You check all those boxes. Now, the big one. What's he like as a person? He's awful in the room, but he's wildly talented. I'm gone. Not interested. You want to build with people. Not everyone is going to be who you want to have dinner with, but you want to build with people that you know you can rely on and that are decent guys in the room, good teammates. Check all those. You're going really high. Well, let's go back to the story for those that are not uh, privy to it. 
police issued an arrest warrant for the Star Bulls defense, uh, Bulldogs defensive tackle amid their investigation into a fatal January 15th car accident that killed Georgia football player Devon Willock and recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix. Two people died from this cap, and you can't turn a blind eye to it. Some can, as you well know, as a talent evaluator. He was involved in this. Is he going to be charged? What's going on? Can he play? The thing that's in the back or the front of some talent evaluator's mind is, yeah, he's involved in this, but can he play? And if this is the worst that he's going to deal with, can he still be with us for a decade? Some guys can be able to just brush it off and just keep moving forward and just focus on football. Some can't. There was two people that died, Cap. Correct. And if you go back to the 911 call, you know that there was people around that scenario said, oh, that's Jalen Carter. Jalen, you better get out of here. Just get out of here because we know that you're going to be making millions and millions of dollars. You can't be around this. Well, Cap, he was around it. Correct. He was in another vehicle that was racing. Police did talk to him and said there was no evidence of alcohol. Thank goodness. But... He was involved in a drag racing incident. Now, does that mean that if the Bears draft him, that he's bringing trouble here? I don't know that young man. Right. But they're going to do their homework. They're going to find out everything. They're going to go back. They have his whole security staff up there. I'm not sure people realize the level they go to. Before Ryan Poles is on the clock, he's going to know what they thought of him in the seventh grade. What was he like? As a junior high student. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a bully. He picked on people. What was he like in the fourth? They're going to ask every uncomfortable question to every person they can. The Bears don't have the number one pick, but they have the number nine pick. And according to Adam Schefter, there will be a real chance that the Bears get Jalen Carter, that he could be available at nine. Based on what we've told you and based on what you know today, if you're the Bears, do you take Jalen Carter at nine? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Cap and I will take your phone calls coming up. You know the background of the young man, but the young man could have been in the top three of the draft. He could drop to nine to the Bears. Would you take him? Cap and Jay Hood on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Looking for KJM. You can find them on the ESPN radio app. As we are doing our Bears Monday show, we are celebrating what the Bears have done as far as just making a move, Cap. Not just a a move, just making a move that um, should have a ripple effect for quite some time, especially with DJ Moore being part of the team, a wide receiver for the Bears. And again, we're talking about that draft pick as well. Bears, out of not the number one pick. They have the number nine pick. And as we talk about so often, the Bears are in need of difference makers on the lines, offense and defensive lines. Jalen Carter from the Georgia Bulldogs could be there. Remember that arrest warrant became public um, not too long ago. He had a prepared statement, by the way, Carter talking about it. It says, it is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the uh, complete and accurate truth is presented. Okay, so he denies that he had any wrongdoing in that, even though, again, two people died um, in that drag race that took place back in January. So if that kid's sitting there at nine, you watch more Georgia football than Kirby Smart does. 
talent-wise, you have no doubt, correct? Yes. But I got to do my due diligence, Cap, just like you would as a talent evaluator. Yeah. There is, again, there is no Peyton Manning at the top of the draft. There's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no Joe Burrow. Well, that's a clear lock. There is no clear lock. Correct. So I love that they traded down. I love that they have a 24 number one pick. Now I hope Carolina has a bad season so that you get a super high pick. Because then you could have, what if you got the number one pick out of this? What if next year you're picking number one? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now, everything is in play. Another trade down if Justin plays well. Caleb Williams or Drake May if they truly, as today, they are the best. Holy smokes. The world is your oyster if Carolina struggles now. And Justin plays well? Oh, my goodness. 312-332-3776 our phone number. So the answer to the question, we say, Jalen Carter, based on what we know, you know, based on what you know today, would you take Carter at nine? I would say yes to the question, Cap. However, I need to be able to find out, as you mentioned, a deep dive of what's going on in his life. And how does it affect him today, knowing that there's two deaths that happened on his watch? Not that he caused it, Cap, but he was there. And so somebody at the accident, he was there. Yes. The car he's racing in, yeah. I believe the young lady who was the recruiting staffer was driving. Mm-hmm. Chandler yeah. LaCroix and Devon Willick. Correct. And it jumped the curb. They lost control, hit two trees, dead. Somebody else there said, Jalen, get out of here. 911 call. Correct. Mm-hmm. They hear it. So he leaves. He was not under the influence of alcohol, according to the authorities. Thank goodness. Did he just panic? Does, is he a, does that make him a bad, a bad decision? Does that make him a bad person? I can't answer that. He could be there at nine. And so we'll see because the Bears need help. I know that, that, that Carter is a very talented player on the college level. And I think that for the Bears, he'd be f- phenomenal. However, I don't have the information about Carter behind the scenes or through his life that makes you want to pull the trigger on him. You have got to know from your security staff. That's why you pay them. Most teams hire retired FBI guys, retired police officers. Usually it's somebody. I think the Bears have someone who used to work for the FBI. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, they get information that nobody else gets. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Chris is in Cary, and I'm jealous. On ESPN 1000, on Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Nice to hear you this up this early. This is great. Appreciate you. Um, thank you. Um, you know, my, my, my intrepidation with, uh, or my hesitation with Jalen Carter has to do with his sheer size, and some of these big guys is breaking down easily over a shorter amount of time, that you're not, that he's a, you're talking about long-term investment money and something that could be a short-term investment. I think these big guys should be treated kind of like running backs, kind of like a short-term disposable asset. And uh, I think that the, the, there's some depth in the draft that they could get something else. I'd rather see them get something like a, uh, the tackle from Northwestern or if he's around or something like that. I just don't like, like I said, there's just some something that scares me about guys that are this big. You, Thanks, guys. You remember Aaron Donald? He wasn't that big. Aaron Donald's a <laughs> monster. Was, he was undersized, though, compared to some of the other guys. I mean, at his at his height and 
everything. I mean, just Jalen Carter, kid's got almost 100 pounds on Donald. Okay, well then, then all of our linemen should be 210 pounds. Since you're so afraid of big guys breaking down early, then all of them should be 210 pounds. You've got to have them to win. I, I mean, period. So I want the best one. Now, again, if he football. has an injury history, yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different story. But he's 21 years of age. There is the, to go with it, though, like just to play devil's advocate a little bit, mm-hmm. there is the narrative that he takes plays off. And at his size, he only played about half the snaps in college. Yeah, I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him yesterday. Yeah, he's I, raw. He's got to be developed. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you are a young player. And by the way, when you are stacked defensively like Kirby Smart's Georgia team, he didn't have to play all, every snap. Well, because you're also up 500 points almost every week. <laughs> Mount Greenwood, there's Gorman on ESPN 1000. All right, Gore. Good morning, fellas. Hey, I'm not used to hearing you guys so early. Uh, what, did you guys switch with somebody? No, we're not used to hearing you at 556 either. I mean, you're no... Uh, go ahead. We uh, Actually, it's a Bears Monday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. All right. Well, so talking about Jalen Carter... So, in my opinion, they need to sit down with him in a room and look into his eyes and see if he's a knucklehead or if it's an isolated mistake mm-hmm. and he's truly uh, regretful of what happened. And you can tell that Fine. you know he, he understands and it's not going to happen again. Or does he not care and he's just a knucklehead? And you know, um, we've seen uh, athletes like that across uh, the NFL and, and other sports. Or do they take the stance that the Cleveland Browns take with uh, Deshaun Watson, and they don't care? They, they just absorb the heat from from the fans that that think you know they're they're horrible for yeah. bringing this guy back. And, that's, a, uh, that's an approach. That is an approach, Gorman. That is an approach for some talent evaluations, some teams. Like you know, we don't care about the smoke from the fans. We need the talent, and, and that's what the Browns did. They picked a lane. They picked a lane and said, "We don't care. It's not as bad as you all think." That was one of the quotes I saw. And, I, I disagree. Totally, totally disagree. In two minutes, we got shot or no shot on this Bears Monday. Captain Jay Hood, back with you in a couple of minutes right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.